Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Well, make it so, number one. What? These aren't the droids we're looking for. In an insane world, it was the sanest choice. Silencio Bruno. That's my axe. Hey, fellas. Either one of you know where the Smithsonian is? I'm here to pick up a fossil. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Geeks out on Joy 94.9. You're going to need a bigger boat. We are talking The Batman from director Matt Reeves, starring Robert Pattinson, Andy Serkis, Jeffrey Wright, Zoe Kravitz, Colin Farrell, John Turturro, Paul Dano, and so much more. We have a quick trailer for you right now. This is The Batman. Fear is a tool. When that light hits the sky... It's not just a goal. It's a warning. I've been trying to reach you. Find the gun! This is about a king. And Rither's the match. I can take care of myself. If this continues, it won't be long before you've nothing left. I don't care what happens to me. It's only going to get worse for you. Whoa, take it easy, sweetheart. Hear everything they say, ain't you? Maybe we're not so different. Who are you under there? I'm vengeance. Now, for those who hadn't quite picked it up from the trailer, the film follows a series of murders unraveling a bed of corruption running through Gotham City for 20 years. And the Batman's self-proclaimed ally, and I say self-proclaimed in in huge quote marks, the Riddler, brings him along for the ride. Tamsin, have I shared with you my thoughts on Batman no, before? No, and I've been, I haven't asked because I knew you would be today and I didn't get a chance to see it on the weekend. Okay. So I'm hanging out for this. Tell me your thoughts, Miranda. Okay, we all know that I'm a massive DC Comics fan. I'm a wonder- really? You are. Okay. I mean, I'm a Wonder Woman She's girl. She just happens to be wearing Wonder Woman top, pants, and- Carrying a Wonder Woman fold. bag. Oh, and, and bag. That's right. Yeah. And, and you know, the lanyard, lanyard as well. Yep. You know, so maybe a bit of a, you know, yeah. like, it's not just Wonder Woman, but a DC fan as a whole. Yet, in spite of that, I'm not what you'd call the biggest Bat fan. Oh. My feeling is that Batman, like, you know, with other comic characters like, like Deadpool, Wolverine, The Watchmen, as well as other nihilistic superhero deconstruction stories, <coughs> The Boys, <coughs> has, I feel that they've saturated the market and I've personally had my fill of those kinds of stories. I don't know why I didn't rush um, out and see it. Yeah. I know a lot of folks feel differently, but that, you know, it should be known going into this that that was my mindset when stepping into this film. Creators who we've 
sentimentalized uh, the grim and gritty era of the late 90, uh, 80s and 90s. They grew up in that era, are now casting their vision to the screen, and the audiences love it. I mean, there's no doubt about that. No matter my feelings, audiences are crazy about that. Mm. Why would they keep making Batman films otherwise? That said, there is a lot I liked about this version of The Dark Knight that sets him apart from other screen versions that that are currently out there. For one, there is no what is what is known in uh, comic book circles as the Bat God. Wherein Batman wears a kind of plot armor that makes him indestructible against any foe except those of equal power and stature. Pattinson's Batman is just a man, you know, and he is a man that's highly capable and effective, but he's still one who makes mistakes and pays the price for it. One wrong move with a street thug and he could wind up in hospital or dead. So he's not got the cod piece and the... I mean, he still wears, he still wears body armor, but you know, you get the sense that, you know, he's still hurt by these very, you know, basic opponents uh, that, you know, they still have the potential to get lucky and hurt him. Um, you know, which I like that. I love my favorite versions of Batman are the ones where he gets his butt kicked every now and then. It, it reminds you that he's, he's humble. He's a human. It, it reminds you that he's just a guy and he's not someone who could beat Superman with enough prep time. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the film, his legend lingers, but he's not omnipresent. Uh, the thought of him in the shadows is enough to dissuade most petty criminals, even when he's not there, but he's not overseeing everything. He just sort of appears sometimes and that's enough, like, you know, an urban legend, you know, a fun kind of urban legend Um, for us. Anyway, (laughs) we're watching his fighting style is quick and brutal. I think it's Krav Maga, um, also known as Jiu Jitsu because it's from Israel. They're two different ones, but yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, there we go. Uh, And it reminds me of the kind of action bat fans. If you've ever played any of the Arkham Knight video game series, there's very much that sort of action in there, which is, you know, very fast, very- Hand combat more than anything, more than guns. Yeah, and very, very brutal, (laughs) Um, which, you know, if that's your thing, if if you love that sort of, you know, just rough and tumble kind of, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, pugilist violence, then, you know, you'll enjoy that aspect. I have to get my three-hour awakeness set up, maybe a couple of coffees. (laughs) Absolutely. This film does run for three hours- but, you know, it fills it all well. Now, I do want to also put a special mention in for the new Batmobile. Mm. It, uh, we Have we seen it in the ads much? We have, a little bit now. Like, oh, coming through the fire. Yeah. But, yeah. This is easily my favorite since the model from the Tim Burton era. I'm oh. going to go out and say that. Get out. Again, I feel other folks will disagree with me because I know some folks love Christopher Nolan's Bat Tank. I <sighs> I thought that was a bit over the top for yeah. my taste. Um, Joel Shoemaker's, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't bit, even go there. Bit tacky for my liking, yeah. but this one, um, instead of leaning into the tank aesthetic, the Batman gives us a muscle car with a rocket attached to it. It's like Dominic Toretto from Fast and the Furious. Um, it's like what he thinks about when the doors are closed. 
Nice. And the action we see behind the wheel is as grounded as the, the fight choreography, but still intense and was one of the standout portions of the film for me. You get to see a little bit in the trailer when he chases after the penguin. Those are the things I love, but those aren't the things that I thought stood out the most mm-hmm. about the Batman. Okay. What sets it apart for me are the plot and the theme. Okay, so what's the differences? Okay, well, the plot, as called, it's a detective story. The Riddler leaves behind some brutal and genuinely head-scratching puzzles, as you'd hoped he would do. He's the Riddler. Yeah. Kind of um, what he says in the packet. And even though they're wild, they never came off as cartoony. Oh. He's more akin to Jigsaw from Saw. So we're not s- sitting there waiting for Jim Carrey to step out. No, we are not. And he's very, very different from the, the 1966 Frank Gorshin spandex guy. His particular, his particular king of conundrums <laughs> with all the giggles. I got it. None of that. I still want to say though, the Riddler without a question mark blazer. I'm a purist. We don't get that here. And I am. Disappointed. <laughs> Tell me what you really feel. But I would be not even a tattoo, not even a question mark tattoo, because that's what I was hoping. Like he, maybe on his hand. Or he something. has like in White House on like a on like a flap jacket. Uh, but that's yawn. Yeah, he should have had a tattoo on the back of his hand or something. Come on, people. Yeah, that would have been something. But Modern we ways. never see his face until the end. Uh, now, intriguing. The Batman and Jeffrey Wright, uh, playing Lieutenant James Gordon, he's not the commissioner yet, mm-hmm. play off each other brilliantly as vigilante and fringe police detective unfurling a mystery under the noses of a corrupt and self-important Gotham Police Department. Uh-huh. Often the police in this film are the bad guys, which I imagine would be enough of a, you know, political concession to upset some people, but I personally feel it's a welcome move away from the law and order themes of the Nolan trilogy where police are are canonized as these perfect defenders of justice. I love that move away from that. I think, uh, you know, that's, that's very fitting of the times. But I also said the thing that I loved was the story's theme. Mm -hmm. Uh, it centers on vengeance, but also the ways in which we justify the conceit of self-serving righteousness and how everything will be better if the right people suffer. Just think about the times that you've been angry and you thought this person deserves to get it and they would, you know, things would be better if they did and I would be happy if they suffered. Think about those moments. Okay. This film explores that. Robert Pattinson delivers a very um, angry Batman, while past versions have been very stoic mm-hmm. and quiet and just sort of foreboding. This one stands in the middle of the action, and he has this quiet, seething rage like he's ready to burst at anyone. Because you said Commissioner Gordon, well, he's not Commissioner yet. Lieutenant the, Gordon. Lieutenant Gordon. Does that mean the Batman is younger? Because I've heard... Things saying that he's actually like 19 or something, but then I was looking and I didn't make sense. I wouldn't say he's 19. I'd say you're like, you know, definitely in his 20s. Okay. Um, Robert Pattinson himself, I think, you know, he might be, you know, in his 30s. In but his yeah. 30s. But, but that does not, no reflection on the character. 
<laughs> he still does look fairly young, and it does feel like, you know, maybe Batman year two. Okay, cool. Um, and so, come on, tell us about our favourite character. No, 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 hold on. Like, I was telling you about the theme. Now, the Batman holds onto the ethos of, um, you know, the right people have to suffer at the beginning. But he eventually sees that attitude reflected in those around him, bringing to the realisation that to truly serve a community, instead of making the right people hurt, you have to reach out to the vulnerable. And that really touched me about this film. Admittedly, it touched me in a brutal way, because <laughs> this was a brutal film. <laughs> I was going to say, that sounds pretty full on. I, I still think it's such an important thing because, you know, we do live in a social environment where, you, you know, we, we live in an outrage culture oh. and everybody's getting angry about something and we do get addicted to our own sense of self-righteousness. And everybody wants to save the world, but... No we, one wants it to do it for another person. You know, we, we forget the caring of it. And I think this has demonstrated it in a not cheesy way at all. Now, again, you know, this was your favorite part of the, the film, just from the ads. <laughs> Zoe Kravitz. <sighs> I'm just going to run through the characters really quickly. She serves up an amazing Selena Kyle, although, again, maybe not the kind you're accustomed to. A heart of gold with a love of strays is protective of those who need protecting. Her own agenda strays from the Batman, but she never quite goes the path to full villain. Colin Farrell plays an unrecognizable penguin. You can't see him in this role, but he plays the amazing character no, um, no less well under John Turturro's crime boss, Carmine Falcone. And of course, Andy Serkis as Alfred. It's a little bit wonderful. We don't see much of Paul Dano, but we don't have to. He's a great puppet master in this one. As a warning, even though it is a Batman film, do not take your children. There has not been a cinematic Batman feature in over two decades, save the Lego movie, that is fit for immature consumption. I personally didn't ask for another Batman film and would be glad to take a long break from the character but there's still enough of a novel Batman experience for me to enjoy this without regret. Now, if what I've been saying right now is enough to convince you that maybe this is a film worth seeing, the Batman is in cinemas now. Folks, you're listening to Geeks Out. I'm Miranda Sparks here with Tamsin. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy.